For those of you that are eating, for those of you who are fasting, <laughs> happy water time. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Right Wednesday broadcast. We do not have pastor, but we have Murky Eleanor. Similar. Dottie Dunphy. Similar. Similar. Slight difference in height. Similar. Similar height. Similar height. Voice a little. Similar. More a little mousy. I do have. I do have gray hair though, so this is true. This is where I don't, but Marky does. I do. I do. She's got cute little gray hairs right in the front. It's in my beard. Right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah, we're all right here. Huh. Right there. It's all starting to turn white. <laughs> well, thank you for watching today. If you are <coughs> logging on, comment, say hello, tell us where you're watching from. We're so excited to have you here, and we have a great episode coming up for you to dive into. We've got a fun game to play, which if, I mean, if you're watching, you're going to want to watch the replay specifically for how Marky is going to play it. Like, I'm sure Paul and I are going to be funny, too. But Marky playing games is one of the biggest joys in my life. It's just because she likes me. It's true, but she also makes the best faces when she... And this is going to be a good one. Oh, I have great pictures of Marky playing games. <laughs> I don't games. understand how this one's going to Like, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this just so I can see... Marky's face. Like, guys, anytime Marky is on the broadcast, if she's playing a game, you need to make sure you're, you're like double watching. Like, I have pictures of Marky playing games with pudding where she looks like a pirate. I have. Yeah, yeah. Screenshot what? your favorite Marky face. <gasps> Please and screenshot comment. your favorite Marky face. Oh, oh my goodness. I think that's awesome. That's a great thing. <laughs> no, when we were playing it in youth, and yeah. they had to feed you food. And they just put it on my face. And you looked like a pirate. Yeah, that was gross. You were <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Ah, so good. And my the favorite. face when she got smacked with a fish. <gasps> Those are awesome. What, that was, was a truth talk. That was like, I couldn't help screaming. Oh, it was so <laughs> I really couldn't. And they kept picking on me. You missed it yesterday. Yesterday, Rachel, uh, Pastor Brian's daughter, came in with like a beetle and like, started to go toward Marky. I literally... Are you one of those people that if you just act like you have something, like run? Yes. 
You have put a bug on me. You know what this is like. I may or may not have. We were in a restaurant, and he grabs a stink bug and throws it at me. This is true. Actually, it wasn't a throw. It was like a. forgot about It wasn't a throw. It wasn't a throw. He took it, and you know when someone like puts something up, like Rachel did yesterday, pretending they're gonna put it on you. You know, like like. Luke did that once with a frog, pretending he's going to put it on me. So Paul picks it up and goes like this and goes, and just drops it. <laughs> I was like, Marky, like, climbed out of the booth like she was shaking herself off. Oh, it was so and good. And then he found it and put it on me again. Oh, so good. The Marky, people in the restaurant got a kick Marky. out of it. Like, Marky's the little <laughs> sister that we both have always mm. wanted to have. Aww. Like, Paul has a big sister, but Marky's the little sister. Deb said, what is, what's the prize for the best Marky pick? A hug, a great big hug for me. Uh, if you're a dude, like a chest bump from Paul, I don't know. <laughs> Satisfaction from finding a really good one. I'll, I'll think of something. It'll be the good. Rolling Stones just went through my head. <laughs> but you know Deb will be on it for the rest of the broadcast. She'll just be like screenshotting. <laughs> yeah. And then the next time that you have a guest appearance, we can use that. <gasps> as the promotional as picture. As the promotional picture. Oh my goodness. Who's watching? Your, like, your screenshot could be the next BJ promotional Romero. picture. So they're Billy. trying to get bad screenshots of me, Billy. We wanted great so, screenshots. Wait, from the broadcast. Specifically, right? I mean, Billy. I don't know what she would pull out. Like, Billy's my sister, so she could have tons of material. Did you see Stephanie commented on the picture of Lucia licking the mirror? And Billy said that Billy's daughter, Lucia, is like little. And she said that Lucia was licking the mirror because Marky wasn't there to do it for her. Something to that extent. Yeah. So you lick mirrors? Lick no, mirrors. I do not. <laughs> so instead of a window licker, you're a mirror no. licker. <laughs> That's so fun to say. Mirror licker. Mirror licker. <laughs> Hello, Johnny. Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Who else is on? Miss uh, uh, Patricia Pes- Colleen. <laughs> Patricia Presley. Colleen. Miss Natalie. Natalie. Miss uh, Priscilla. Patricia Presley. Hey, tell us where you're watching from, too. Share the broadcast, too. Make sure you go share, share. it. Yeah, share. Share it. Because every person who shares the broadcast, you are entered to win a $25 gift card. How much? $25. $25. You can get a lot of loot on Amazon for $25. Bucks. Guys, we can do Amazon gift cards. Walmart gift cards have been the thing, like the most favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I would totally use an Amazon gift card mm-hmm. well before I used a Walmart one. Mm-hmm. I go into Amazon. Well, Walmart, more. you can get groceries. You, can... you can get groceries at Amazon? It's Wednesday, and I've um, been to Walmart twice. I prefer Today? to pick my groceries up. This week. I've been to Walmart <laughs> twice I was there this already. morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was there this morning. Did you know that Ingles delivers your groceries to your house within the hour? It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be alive. Amy Presley, tell me about this. I saw Walmart has something like e-meals. I don't know what that is, though. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to eat Walmart's e-meals. Like they I'd... email you a meal? You just kind of stare at it? For people oh, that's that, fasting? You know, that could, look how satisfying <laughs> this turkey is, guys. I feel it in my stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, Johnny said you went last night. I saw Johnny and Holly and Arabella at Walmart last night. After I, Impact? Yeah, after impact, I pull in and they're like, they're like far away, and they all turn like this. Just when I when I drove in, like they knew the car, just like the corner, very corner of their eye, I, they could see the car, and they instantly knew it was me. Oh my goodness! Okay, hi so, Jose. Jose, 
BJ, Jose, I feel like I haven't interacted with you in many moons. I miss you. Thank you for being on the broadcast today. Jose. So we do have a winner from last week's broadcast who won our $25 gift card. If we can put up the graphic, we'll let you know who won. I'm very animated with my hands today. I'm, I'm learning. Oh, it's because you have the lapel. It's true. <laughs> da, 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 gift card. And the winner of the $25 gift card from last week is Mark Presley. $25 gift card. That's and if you would awesome. like to be entered to win this week, go ahead and share the broadcast. Share it. Whenever we say Mark Presley, there's a part of me for half a Mark second Dempsey. that thinks, no, that thinks it's going to be me. Like, Mark <laughs> E. And then the E's not there. So, no, I did not win the gift card. Because Presley is your last name. So, oh, it's the Mark part. The Mark E. Mark so whenever you turn to the book of Mark, do you go, oh, I'll turn to the Mark. Mm. No, because you say the book of. So today we have a game. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to play a minute to win it game and go ahead and share the broadcast because it's going to be so fun to watch Marky play this game. Huh. Jose said he might have some of screenshots of me. <gasps> Jose, please share them. Like comment them Whoa. in. Like. I just got really excited about screenshots. So go ahead and put the graphic up for our minute to win it game. As we distribute the supplies. <laughs> okay, we are ready. Here's oh, how I this got works. Pink. You did get pink. I got it specifically for you. Uh, so this is called. Oh, do I need to stand? Yeah, I think you may want to like switch the camera shot up just a smidge so that we are slightly taller. So this is called the Mad Dog. I'll be in the shot. The Mad Dog Challenge, and what we're gonna do. Oh my gosh, I feel so short. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so little. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Paul, stand so back up again for a second. Whoa. What in the world? Like, I, I, I usually <laughs> feel short, but this is another level. That's so fun. Literally another level. Oh my oh, gosh. That's so <laughs> You're like oh arm, arm prop height. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I put deodorant on. Yes, that's true. Amen. So today's challenge is called the Mad Dog Challenge. We have basically a minute. If it goes a little bit longer, it goes a little bit longer. But what we have to do is we have to put this ruler in our mouth, and either side of the ruler has Tic Tacs in it. We get to open the box. We cannot dump them out just by like turning over, but we have to like shake and like tip Roll our heads and, and roll. stuff, basically like a dog with a bone. And whoever empties it first wins. Is how this is going. You can put your mic on the table. This like. is where the screenshots of Marky come in. Mm-hmm. I'm also taking out gum because I feel like that's not a wise thing to have. <laughs> Mike is rolling. Okay. Okay. All right. How much can I tip my head this forward? Uh. Not like I can't. Like you can't hurt or ah! cheater. Like that. That's why you can't do it. <laughs> but something like that. Okay. Okay. Ready? My beard's in my way. Cut. You may you may want to zoom back in case we move. Ready? Cut. Go.
This is entertaining. I feel hot. Are you good? Like 10 seconds ago. Whatever. <laughs> I want two left. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so dizzy. Yeah, keep going, Mark. You're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. It. Yep. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Again. Oh, that looks so fun. On <laughs> Y'all, it looks like it snowed or failed in the sanctuary. I don't, at the very beginning, I don't, know you, I don't know if you saw it, but I got really disoriented. <laughs> at the very beginning, it got really dizzy. I just went for it, but I'm kind of lightheaded right now. Like, not gonna Ooh. lie. And I, okay. like, I don't think I was breathing. How did right. you get done so quickly? What did you do? I shook my head like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So I need to figure out a game where Paul's was... not necessarily like guaranteed to win. <laughs> I'm also having to sweep Tic Tacs out. I'm not gracious. I not yes, I just picked a Tic Tac up. Oh, there's two on the computer. Let me Hi, get those. Steven. Oh, Steven Herbert? Yep. Steven oh, hi, Luke. Luke is my cousin. Hi, Luke is my cousin. Yeah. Whew. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm enjoying sitting down. <laughs> that was fun. So Paul won that one. Goodness that gracious. That was exercise. That was real exercise. What did Jay say? That was awesome. <laughs> that's, Patricia said that's funny. Oh, my goodness. We <sighs> love you. <laughs> the Whew. things that we do... Y'all, it's yes. true. This I'm is how much we love you. I almost and I am so excited to see these screenshots. Yes, y'all can go ahead and start got, putting those in now. If you got a good <laughs> picture of any of us, feel free to put that on in the comments or, or just share recording. it. Screen recording would be awesome. Jose said he sent a couple screenshots to what? you. Oh, to you. Whoa, Tiffany Jenkins is watching. Tiffany, oh, oh that is a good one. Ho <laughs> Jose <laughs> has screen grabs from Truth Talk, which oh my that is a good one. It's Truth like, Talk is our broadcast that we do on Fridays with me and Marky and Pastor Brian's daughter Abigail, and we did one. One of them that we did was a warhead challenge, which burned the inside of my mouth. Like, it did. It really, it, really it it burned off our skin. Like it was. It hurt. And there was a lot of. It was very gross. There was if you. It, <laughs> It's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting challenge. Lots of noises and Deb has sent me pictures, like twelve pictures. I, Deb, I love you. You are my people. Oh, I'm so excited. We look redonkulous. My hair is wild. I'll put these up, like after the broadcast. I'll just do a big collage of them. Like, oh my god, <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> Paul. Look at it. It looks like an explosion of Tic Tacs coming out of your box. <laughs> I'll put them up. You'll see them after the broadcast. Oh, my That's gracious. That's great. So hi, what are we Tiffany talking Jenkins. about today? Huh? I said hi, Tiffany oh, Jenkins. Hi, Tiffany Jenkins. So today we are talking about your story matters. Um, and what we are going to be talking about is that. <coughs> Boom. That's it. Am I the only Boom. one that's thought like, of the song? This song. is my story. I don't know that song. Can you please sing it for yes, me? Yes, you do. What Everyone is, knows that song. No, can you keep going? Nope. 
Why not? No. You're on the worship team. Anyway, yep. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> no. So basically, what your story matters is is I was I was thinking this week I had a dinner with a friend of mine and we were sharing some things about our lives that we didn't necessarily know and the Lord just really started talking to me about how important it is to share things that you've overcome, that he's led you to overcome, because there are other people who need to know that it's possible, that it's possible to come out of situations, that it's possible to, um, to overcome by the blood of Christ. And I think often in charismatic circles especially, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you balance I'm in faith, and so I don't want to speak anything negative. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some of the things that you go through aren't just always daisies and roses. Mm -hmm. So where's that balance mm -hmm. lie? Like, you don't want to speak death over a situation. You don't want to say, because we've done series before on the power of our words, so you don't want to do that. But the same token, people need to know that you're, that we are in the world, not of the world, and have victory in our lives. So it's important to share that. And so we're going to talk about that today, how what you've gone through, what the Lord has brought you through, and you have um, received his empowerment, it's important. It's important to share. I'm going to be right back, so you go oh, ahead. Bye. Have fun. See you later. Yep. <clears throat> now, like, since I've been here... Um, I I can't even tell you how much they really doing what they're talking about, doing it for me and sharing their story for me, sharing their testimony, sharing what God's brought them through, and sharing the wisdom that they've learned, um, and being really honest, being really honest of, hey, I, I messed up here, here I was, I was a little stupid with this or whatever. Uh, I can't tell you how valuable it has been for me personally. Um, it would be, it'd be a lot harder for me if I didn't have them always like sharing and not just like, and it's not just like, well, this one thing happened to me 15 years ago that was pretty awesome. And that's my one testimony. Like they're constantly sharing what the Lord is doing <coughs> in their lives for, and sharing it with me and other people uh, in the church and stuff. And it's, it's a continual thing where I'm constantly learning and being helped in that way. It's amazing. Well, and one of the things, you know, just amongst us that are here, Marky just moved down here from Maine. Like, the Lord told her to come, to plant herself in this body, to be here. And so she's come, and she's done that, and it's been awesome. I did the exact same thing. Like, the Lord did the same thing where he called me, and I moved, and none of my, like, blood family is here. I came to an unknown area. And that was one of the things that the Lord was able to use me for her because I had gone, I had walked through <coughs> the exact same situation. So I was able to speak in, this is how the Lord's going to move. This is what it's going to look like. This is things that you're going to face. And this is what I didn't do so well with, but had I known X, Y, Z, I would have done even better. So I've been able to 
impart some things that I've learned so that way Marky doesn't fall into the same traps that I did and same deceptions. She gets to scale over them and go higher quicker than I did, which is awesome. It's a beautiful part of how it works. And it comes from being connected to the right people. When you're connected to the right people, it's amazing. It's like like I've had so there's so many like different questions or things that I've wondered how how does this work or what is the answer to this that I've wondered and I'm like I don't really hear many people talking about that though I feel like that's just something that I've kind of wondered or whatever and then I get around them and they're like answering all the questions that I've always wondered and it's just it, when you're connected to the people that God connects you with it's um it's it's incredible they there's such a um there's such a flow from it that it uh like there's the answers that you need. It's really yeah. amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> but <laughs> your your testimony really is it's something that I know sometimes people get, well, I don't wanna some of the stuff I don't wanna tell people. Yeah. And mm -hmm. but when you do that, you're withholding you're holding mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. the love of God really when you break it down because yeah. he loved you. Yeah. That much and bring you through something, but it's not just for you that you were brought through. Yeah. It's there to help be that light and say, hey, look, I've done this and I did this the wrong way, but he showed mercy on yeah. me in this situation and brought me through it. And let me tell you how I did it or how he did it through me so that you don't have to go through the same thing I did. Just like with my accident, I've been given opportunities where I can go and speak to people yeah. that have had similar accidents and it's for medical stuff, but I've taken and, and used it as my faith and talk about my faith that, that rose up in that situation that helped get me to where I am now and how I was put in a place to where I had some depression and stuff, but then really digging into the word yeah. and knowing exactly what I'm supposed to carry and what I'm not supposed to carry and God lifted me out of that situation things just completely changed in my life. And if I can go and take that testimony to somebody that may be going through something similar that I did or maybe on that path, and can I help them, yeah. you know, through something, then that's what you're, you're being what you're called to be then. Yeah. Just like in 1 Peter 3.15, it says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer for to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is within you with meekness and fear. Yeah. There's a hope that comes when your testimony yeah. that raises up, rises up in people yep. that might be going through something like mm -hmm. moving down here was a scary thing. I'm sure it was, but somebody being around somebody that had done something similar and God had showed her things to do and change yeah. and being able to lean that into you, then that hope came up inside you. This, this is going to be all right. Yeah. God's hand is on it. He will bring me through whatever is trying to come against me right now. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what that scripture is talking about right there is being that, using that testimony to help build the hope up in other people that yeah. may not have in that situation or may have it and it not be where it should be. Yep. In that situation. Well, and I know for me, one of the things that I've um, worked to put down and overcome is a almost a fear of sharing things that I've done in the past because, and you had mentioned mm -hmm. it, you know, I don't want to share this with people, like the shame, like as, as believers, when you start to uncover what 
the promises of God are and what life you could be having and you realize, oh my goodness, I have not been living this or measuring up to this. I had a lot of shame that I didn't want to share because, you know, I don't mind now, but like there was, I had addictions to stuff. I was depressed. I had lots of fear about people. Like there's just all this stuff and who wants to go tell people like their weakest, most vulnerable things? Like that's not a desire that people innately, I think, have. But a verse that came alive to me a few years ago in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. All things have become new. As you are born again in Christ, as you walk in the fullness of that life, the old, old you's dead. Like all those things that you used to do, all those things that you used to be, they're not who you are anymore. They're not attached to you. And for me, it was almost a, well, I can go minister to new people here. It was easier for me to talk to people in North Carolina than it was necessarily people in St. Louis or people in Maine because they had seen me at lesser times and weaker times. So it's, well, I'm growing now, so these people will understand me, but these ones, they've seen kind of the dirt that I've had. But truthfully, as you allow the Lord to minister through you and say, this is where I was, this is what I've learned, this is how the Lord has empowered me to go through, it gives him all of the glory because people have seen you when you were a bartender, you when you used to be crippled in fear, me when I had all of my junk that I just laid out. And as they watch you grow, it's they know Barrett couldn't have gotten through that on her own. Marky couldn't have done that. Paul couldn't have done that on their own. There's something that they have. Yeah. They're connected to a source that allowed them to break free. What is that? And it draws people to you. You're a living, breathing, moving testimony of the power and goodness of God if you're connected to the vine. And so your testimony is not a story of shame. It's look how big God is. I may have been this way in the past, but God... God. God is my story, and as I'm connected to him, look what mighty things he can do through me. Yeah. Uh, Deb commented and said, it's amazing how I've gone through things, and then quickly the Lord puts someone in front of me that needs to hear a victorious testimony about the very thing I've been through. Yeah. It's happened more times than I can count, more than what would be considered coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, it's not <coughs> like people in your life, they're not just like random like yeah. god places people in your life that you specifically can touch that specifically what you've gone through what you've learned that they need it's really amazing yeah yep yeah, <laughs> i had something but i was waiting and i'm not gonna yeah. speak that but just like in titus <clears throat> three Three, four, for we also were once thoughtless and senseless and abstinent and disobedient, deluded, misled. We too were once slaves to all sorts of cravings and pleasures, wasting our days in malice and jealousy and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior to man appeared, yeah. he saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but because of his own mercy, yeah. cleansing 
of the new birth and renewing of the Holy Spirit, which he poured out so richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Yeah. And he did it in order that we might be justified by his grace, yeah. by his favor, wholly undeserved, that we might be acknowledged and counted as conformed to the divine will and purpose, thought and action, that we might become heirs of eternal life according to our hope. Yeah. It didn't say that you're only supposed to speak if you've lived a perfect life. Yeah. No, all, <laughs> all the junk that you were brought out yeah. of is your testimony. Yeah. The drunken nights that you drove home and you made it home by the mercy of God, yeah. that is something that he has brought you through to open your eyes and share with somebody. Yeah. Share on the kind of mercy that he has on us, the love that he has on us, no matter where we're at. In a situation like that, most people would think, well, he, he's probably saying, they go, well, you made that mistake, you live with it. And that's, yeah. not, that's not at all. Mm -mm. He loves you that much that he brings you through it, and he brings you through it so that you can share it yeah. with other people. And, I mean, he, all through the Word, when Meryl was born, what, he told, go home, yeah. share of how the Lord has had shown mercy on you. And the news spread. <clears throat> and that's how things, yeah. it was by them going and telling their testimonies, which was spreading the gospel yeah. of the good news that, that Jesus had came, what he had done for us, what he is doing for us daily in our lives, every day, is what we're supposed to share with the people. Yeah. No, and I, like, I know for me, um, there have been times where, it's easy to assume that ministers of the gospel have everything all together um, because, again, it's you may hear a testimony now and then, but it's almost, there have been times where I've listened to ministers and it's like, man, they can live at this level. I don't know if I can get there. Like, I've got XYZ in the back, but there's a, there's a minister that uh, George and I partner with their ministry, and... Um, this minister was pregnant and she lost the baby. And it was one of those things where like that, that's a blow. Like that's, that's something that's not just a everyday mm -hmm. fun thing to walk through. And what I appreciated so much is she took time to heal. But when she came back, like she was very forthcoming with this is what I needed to go through. And these are the attacks that tried to come up against me. And this is how I overcame it. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't just, something minor like it was a big thing but this is how I got through that big thing and it says in Romans uh, 10 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God preached well your testimony is part of that word of God you are you have the living word of God inside of you the Holy Spirit and as you live in Christ and he works through you Look, the book of Acts isn't over. It's not like at, at the end of Acts, it's, oh, book's done. No, we're living in the book of mm -hmm. Acts. Today is part of the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. And as we live our lives, we continue that book. And so when we share 
This is how God has moved in my life. This is how God delivered me from addictions. This is how God kept me from killing myself. This is how he freed me from su- like yeah. suicide. This is how he freed me from bouts of depression where I, me personally, where I would just go and hide and never speak to people and literally fantasize about what my funeral would look like. Like if I died, would anyone care? Like these are the thoughts that used to plague me, but God came and freed me from this as I filled my mind with the word. And because of that, there are people that I'll be able to minister to who are dealing with that. And there have been. I've had people before come tell me I was about to kill myself and then pr- the God himself talked through you and I haven't killed myself. Like that, <clears throat> I've had that testimony before. Mm-hmm. Not because Barrett's awesome, but because God is so good and has transformed my life so much that now that goodness shines through and draws men to him. It's so vital. Like your story is not just for you. It's not, oh, he freed me. Woo-hoo. No, everybody needs to know God freed me from this and he can free you too. He's not a respecter of persons. If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. And the thing that watch is just like Deb was saying earlier in her comment, the more you share your testimony yeah. and the more things you go through and you're willing to share your testimony, the more people he will put in your way for you to share it. Yeah. The more lives you'll be able to touch, he'll be able to touch through you yeah. by spreading your testimony, letting people know, because then he knows he can trust you with something. He, he knows you're not trying to hold something for yourself. Well, this is something that I went through, and this is for me. Yeah. No, it's for everybody. If they will take it, hear it, receive it, and then move forward with it, yeah. and that's what we're supposed to do. I mean, I was a bartender. I'd done drugs. I've had people that's had addiction problems put in front of me. Thank God, by the mercy of God, I was yeah. never, I never had an addiction problem. But I, working in the bar industry, I had done my fair share. I've had multiple people that's been put in my path that I've been able to share my story with of how I got through things, how I was able to literally just drop something and never touch it again. But it's when you, when you're willing to share those kind of things, then the more people he can put in front of you to share, to help touch the lives that, that lives can be changed. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm getting to, I get to go to Baltimore next month to share my testimony of how God saved my life from falling off of a roof. Yeah. I literally get to stand in front of a hospital and give my testimony to people because I was willing to step outside of my flesh. Yeah and say, look, this is what I went through. These are things that I dealt with during it. I dealt with depression. I dealt with anxiety. I dealt with this. But God brought me through this because my faith never changed in him. It grew stronger through him because of what this word tells me, and I made it my foundation. And when I did that, then that word came came alive inside, and it empowered me to push forward and shake off the junk of the world that was trying to sit on my shoulders and continue to move forward. And now I'm able to take that and use that to help change, help other people in their lives, help show them that there's a better way, that there's a stronger way than what your physical eyes show you. Yeah. That there is, there is a God that loves you, that wants nothing but good things for you, for blessings to be poured out on you each and every day. Yeah. But the importance is that we have to know who he is. And by me being able to share my testimony and share the th- show the things that he's done for me, 
then it lets them know that there is a loving God. Yeah. It lets them know that he is real. It lets them know that he's not somebody that's just trying to throw thunderbolt, uh, yeah. lightning bolts down at you every time you make a mistake. Yeah. That's not who he is. He is the God that loves you and says, you know what? I can work with that. Yeah. Let me show you how to get out of that. Let me show you how to clean that off. Let me polish you up. Let me show you what, what, what you're called to do, yeah. what you're called to be. Who not? Don't look backwards, but keep pressing forward. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do. Well, and what just came up to me um, is in Acts chapter 2, after Peter speaks and 3,000 people get saved, it talks about life after that moment and says that they were all continuously together, continually mm -hmm. breaking bread together, going from house to house, having all things in common, sharing things. And daily, day by day, people were being added to the church. They're being added because they had that intimacy and that fellowship. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I think a lot of times, especially in people who maybe feel called to the ministry, like you hear of these moments of, I get to share my testimony. And you hear stories like Paul's, which is phenomenal that Paul gets the opportunity to do that. Like, I'm so thankful yeah. that God is calling Paul to go to this area and just preach the good news of God. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But oftentimes it's not necessarily people just hand us a platform and hand us a stage and they're like, okay, you talk for an hour and people will sit and listen to you and it'll be, oftentimes sharing your testimony means talking to people around you, being in fellowship with others. You can't be siloed off and just expect God to hand you a stage. Like you've been granted people in your life that you're called to minister to and with and be in fellowship together. Like Marky was saying earlier, I get the privilege of working here at the church, which means often Marky's one of the people that I'm around the most. So because we have this time together, she'll come and ask questions. <clears throat> I'll come and ask her questions. And we get to share and sharpen each other. Like Paul, Paul and Jade are some of mine and George's best friends too. And we'll go and be together like we're we're godparents to their kids so we're there with them like we're in life together so i knew about this before the broadcast because paul told me and george about it like he shared this good thing they know jade knows of things that i'm dealing with and and working to overcome because i've shared it with her and those opportunities come when you put down the feeling of I need to be perfect in order to share something. It's not God has redeemed you and you're a new creature, but you've still got a flesh and you're always going to have a flesh. So if you're waiting to be completely 100% can never, ever miss it here on the earth, it's never going to happen. You've got to start with where you're at and share with those around you. Be in fellowship with like-minded people. Talk to people. At, oh, my goodness. Talk to people at the grocery store. <clears throat> talk to people, like, as you're checking out. Talk to the cashier. Like, you're around people more than you think you are. Talk to people at the gas pump beside you. Talk to people when you go pay for your gas. Talk to people at the laundromat. Like, wherever you go, there are people. You don't need a platform. You've been given the ground that you walk upon. Take that territory for the kingdom. Go. Paul and I have bounced back and forth. <laughs> no, it's been good. <laughs> I've been listening. Like, I mean, it's been convicting me. Like, Paul was talking. <laughs> Paul was saying, like, you have to be willing to. And I'm, like, checking myself, like, oh, I think there's, there's some stuff that I haven't been totally willing to talk about. So, 
if you're convicted, I am too. <laughs> I understand. Well, it's something we can all grow in. Like, it's not just mm -hmm. you. Like, I'm as I'm talking, the Holy Spirit's bringing up, have you really been willing to, like, be super transparent with this? Or, cause, or are you trying to hide it and just... And, because this has been me in some areas of my life. I've hidden the things until I thought that they're good. And mm. then I'll talk about them. Instead of, like, there's something that I am believing this year to completely overcome, completely have the victory over. And I know it's already mine. And this is going to be the year where I also see it manifested. And there have been some key people that I've talked to about, Jade being one of them, where I've shared, this is happening this year hold me accountable to this and help me walk through this. And she shared the same thing, that she wants the same thing in her life. Well, now that's beautiful because we get to help each other in that. We get to grow together in those things. And when it's over, how much stronger is it going to be? Because it's not just I overcame it, me and Jesus, but I overcame it. And I was also supported by Jade and Pastor Nicole and Pastor Brian and Pastor himself and Paul through Jade. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to share everything with the right people not everybody but with the right people yeah and <clears throat> like as far as you're saying waiting until you have it all perfectly yeah. i've had so many times where you're like yeah this happened to me this morning <laughs> we're like i'm Accurate. i'm going through something and you're like well i'm gonna be really honest right now this exact thing happened to me this morning so there <laughs> see one thing that you think about with your testimony and i think this is Share the broadcast, like, by the way. It's kind of like a it. light bulb. So a lot of, lot of non-believers, a lot of times what they try to do is when you try to go with Scripture, they go, well, that happened in the past. Yeah. They try to find ways to blemish it, so to speak. But your, the definition of a testimony is evidence or proof <laughs> provided by the existence or appearance of something. So since they tangibly couldn't see what's going on, they'll argue this. Yeah. But when you tell them, hey, look, I was thrown off the roof. I broke my pelvis in four spots. I messed my back up. I tore my urethra out of my bladder. Yeah. I, I am standing here today with no plates in my hip. I've recovered in this yeah. amount of time. Yep. Then the unbelievers can't argue it. Yep. They can't disprove it because it is standing in front of their face yeah. real time they they can't there's no way to deny it yeah when i can pull out medical evidence that says i i should have been in a wheelchair for a long time medically according to my medical report i could have been but was it no i used a walker for four weeks yeah i used a cane for a week so when you have something like that, and then you're telling, say, Marky yeah. never met Jesus, she's one that would try to argue scripture, and now I'm telling her of something that has physically happened. You can't refute it. Her eyes are seeing me standing there, yeah. perfectly straight, walking toward her. Yeah. Her mind has no choice but to understand and believe it because her eyes are seeing it firsthand. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's where your testimony comes in. Your testimony comes in and it backs this word. Yeah. Then the people can't argue the word because you are living that word yeah. and that word came alive in you and has caused something to happen yeah. physically in front of them. And now they can't deny it. They yeah. cannot deny an act of God standing yeah. right in front of them. So that's why your testimony, your testimony backs something. Yeah. It backs up the word. 
And when you walk it and you stay in this word and you start believing this word and you start, this word starts coming alive to you and then it starts manifesting in your life and then you're telling people about it and they see it in you, then they can't say, well, that word's not true because they're looking at it. Yeah. So then it raises stuff in them. Their hope raises up. Well, if it can do, if he could do it for that guy yeah. who used to be a bartender, a drunk, done drugs, did this, used to fight all the time, then why can't he do it for me? Right. I've never done a drug in my life. Right. Now guess what? Now that life's been impacted. Now they're going to go home intrigued. Okay, well, what am I missing here? Right. And then now they have testimonies, and they get to tell people. So that's why the, your testimony is that important. It's not something that's supposed to be just held for you right. and you talk with your family about. It's not something that you should carry shame that you have done right. stuff because shame will not get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Shame, you're putting a wall up. Yep. You're saying, I can't. Paul didn't do that. Paul yeah. told his story and said, because of this, this is why I'm standing here today. That's what we're called to do. Yeah. We're called, the other week, whenever I spoke, my mother was sitting here. I could have let shame, my mom thought I was the perfect kid, which I, I wasn't, but thought I was the perfect kid. And standing there in front of everybody, I was telling, yeah, I used to do drugs. I wasn't, the night that I had a bad car wreck, I was high. My mom sitting right there. I could have let shame stop me, but if I would have done that, yeah. maybe the person sitting behind her who needed to hear that and hear that testimony of where God seen me at probably one of my worst spots and still seen me through something that yeah. could have took my life that night. But I, I can't let shame come in and stop me from sharing something because yeah. then it stops an impact that can happen in somebody else's life because that testimony right there could have been the decision that that person needed to be put in front of that says, you know what, maybe this is not what I'm, I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It could be that, that sign, that one ray of light that hits them in that spot that has just been buried deep, and all of a sudden they're like, well, man, I can get through this. I can do it. God will empower me to do this. He loves me that much that he will strengthen me to get through this, that I don't have to do it alone, that yeah. he's standing there right beside me walking me through it. Yeah, well, every good and perfect gift comes from above, and what, as you're talking, Second, or Second Corinthians 12, 9 uh, started to jump out, and it says, but he said to me, and this is Jesus talking now, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will boast in my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And it's not saying I'm weak, like I'm not weak, like I am one with Christ, so I'm not weak when I'm united with him, but my flesh is weak. And so if I go through something and it seems challenging, I have a stronger source that then comes to strengthen me. So if I wait until I've got it figured out and I know exactly what to do and blah, 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 and what it, then really I can make it look like, well, I figured this out and I got it handled and things are set but if somebody knows that was a weakness, look what God did, like yeah. it boasts about Christ. 
And look, I, we are not highlighting boast about your problems. Like this is not go no. on, like don't go on Facebook and post every single issue <laughs> that you've ever had in your entire life. I'm not saying that even a little bit. That's not productive. Don't do that. But sharing your testimony of what God has done in your life is a huge, huge Thing. And Facebook is a great platform for that. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, I can think of both posts that Paul and I have made of look at what God has done in me. Look at what mm-hmm. God has brought me through. Look at what God has. And that's what a testimony should be. It's not, woe is me. This is hard today. We'll yeah. be, please be praying for it. No, don't do that. <laughs> a testimony is look what God has done. Look what I'm believing God to do. And I will praise him when that thing comes to pass because it is coming to pass quickly in my life because he's the source of it. In Revelation 12, 11, it says they have overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony and that they love not their life even to the death. And that last part means they don't care what happens yeah. to them. It doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter if people knew you back when things were good, when things were bad, when you lived in sin, when you first got born again and you were kind of that Christian that didn't know it. It doesn't matter who knew you when. What matters is where is God taking you to? What's your direction? Not how far down the pipeline are you. What's your direction? Who's the source? Who's getting the glory? God through you will lead others to overcome because of the word of the testimony of what God has done and is doing and will do in your life. You can prophesy into your life. God is bringing the best year I've ever had into my life right now. It's going to be a year of harvest like none other. I will see financial miracles. I will only walk in health in my life. I will only see the goodness of God. And then when trials come up, people can watch you walk through that and walk with authority through it. And that's, that's what people need to see is not just how to make confessions, but how to walk out those confessions. People can speak all day long, but when your boots are to the grindstone and something comes up against it, you need to be the person that rises up that says, I will spearhead through the situation so that somebody can see that the ground can be broken through. God can do it with me and I will be the overcomer I'm called to be because God is who he says he is. Yep. And what's cool is... um, let that encourage you. Like, if you're going through something today, God desires to turn that into a testimony. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going through yeah. right now, He wants to bring you through it for you, yeah. for us, and also for other people. Yeah. That's His. That's His desire. So, whatever it is, He wants to turn it around so that you turn can, so you can give <laughs> glory to Him, not glory to yourself. That. If, if I say I've never had a problem in the world and I have done everything perfectly and I don't need God, that doesn't give any glory to God at all. That brings glory to myself. Right. Yeah. No, there's a stink. Let me know if you know where it is off the top of your head. But there's a verse that Pastor just preached about last night at Impact that talks about how you wouldn't be in the situation or God is always leading you to triumph in all situations. And pastor preached on it last night about how God wouldn't even allow you to be in the situation you're in if you didn't already have the victory for that situation. He wouldn't dangle the carrot in front of you that you could be victorious if he's not going to help you be victorious. Mm -hmm. So the worst case scenario, if you're a believer and a situation comes up against you, the worst case scenario is that you're going to break even on it. 
The best case scenario is that you're going to come out even higher than you were when the situation came up against you because God is always leading us to triumph in all situations through Christ. So whatever's going on, victory is yours now in Jesus' name because God promises it in his word. He's not a God that he should lie. He only speaks truth, which means you right now have victory over if you're born again, have victory over every single situation. And if you're not born again, it's as simple as getting born again and then drawing on that life source that will bring you victory. That's, it's who he is, it's how he works, and it's who we are in him. I'm fired up right now. Like, I'm, I'm good to preach for a while, but I'm, like I'm, whew, I'm good to go. Because it's so exciting. Like, <clears throat> nothing, nothing can take me out. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. No thing. God, so good. <laughs> like when Marky was talking, you know, and we were talking about, you know, not, not holding your testimony for yourself, but it's it's for to be shared. Yeah. The stuff you're going through today is for the people for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at Matthew five and you go to verse fourteen. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do men light a lamp and put it under a peck measure, but yeah. on a lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. Let your light shine before yeah. men that they may see your moral excellence, your yep. praiseworthy, noble, and good deeds, yeah. and recognize and honor and praise and glorify your Father who is in heaven. When you try to hold your testimony to yourself, you are not letting that light shine for everybody. You are, you are, <clears throat> you're hiding it. You're, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? Suppressing. Yeah, you're, you're suppressing it down. You're not, you're not letting it be that beacon of hope for somebody else. You're, you're going against this scripture right here. It is not, you are not lining up with that scripture. And that scripture right there is telling you that's what you, that's how you are being the light. Yeah. You are being the light by being who you're called to be, showing what you've been through, what he's brought you through. Yeah. The triumphs that he's yeah. brought you through, the victories that he has given you, yeah. that is your testimony. Whether it be that you got out of a speeding ticket for the mercy of God because you were on your way to church and he didn't want you to be late, or if it was you fell off a roof, or if it was you moved from Maine and knew nobody, yeah. but God surrounded you by people who loved you and lifted you up when yeah. you needed to be lifted up, that's your testimony. That's something that somebody needs. You need to share it. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to have you every time you run into somebody tell every testimony he's ever done for you. <laughs> he's strange but he, a guest, yeah. but you want to talk for a while? But he will put somebody in you in front of you and then he'll say, hey, this person, this person right here should yeah. hear how you move from a whole different state, yeah. move somewhere completely new, knew nobody, and how I brought you through it. Yeah. He might say, hey, this person right here, which he'd done to me in a Walmart one day, a lady needed a prayer. She had a drug addiction. Put him in front. I told my wife, I feel like I'm supposed to go back and pray with her. Yeah. So I left my wife and the kids, walked all the way back across Walmart. She was still standing there, spoke to her. I was like, do you, do you need prayer for something? And she was yeah, I've, I've, had an, I've been battling an addiction problem. So then I was able to share a testimony with her. And then lead her into a prayer where her life was changed that yeah. day because I was obedient and listened and said, you know what? 
I'm going to share this with somebody. Yeah. And he said, this person right here needs to hear that right now. And that's what, yeah. that's what being that scripture right there is. That's walking that scripture out. It's, it's giving it, giving your testimony, yeah. letting it go for, the people, for people to have and receive and help them. Well, in the, my Bible has some uh, translations and notes at the bottom. And so in the passage of scriptures that you were reading, where it says light, it says that the Aramaic word for light is often used as a metaphor for teachings. And here, here's what that light is used for. Teachings that bring enlightenment and revelation into the hearts of men. So when you're letting your light shine, what it's saying is that your testimony, your light is bringing in other people a revelation, a rhema, an awakening of what is God, who is he, what can he do? You're waking them up. And often in the Bible, when you read through, it says, wake up, sleeper, wake up. Every single person is born with this desire to know God. Like there's something in us that understands that there's a creator and we all search for it. Like, and people try to fill the void different ways, but we all have this longing to know who he mm -hmm. is. And as you share about the goodness of God with those around you, you're bringing light into their life. You're waking them up. Faith is coming in. Hope is being built. And that, and you know, Tiffany Jenkins commented talking about how, you know, she's been uh, with a pastor before who before every service would open up time for testimonies. And we'll do that here as the spirit leads. Pastor will bring people up to share mm -hmm. testimonies. And I know he's looking to do that more because it does, it brings mm -hmm. faith in the hearts of people. Wow, God can bring $3,000 into a family in one week Wow, God can bless somebody with $8,000 off of one decision that was made. Wow, God can heal somebody that was almost dead. What else can God do? It wakes you up to the reality of God is real. He is for me and he loves me. And when you give that testimony, yeah. something comes alive in you too. Because yeah. sometimes you can kind of overlook things. And then when you start speaking it, you, <laughs> it clicks like... Yeah. It really sets in even deeper into yeah. you. Wow. Like, oh my goodness. So it's not, when you're sharing that testimony, it's not just sharing it for that person. Yeah. You're building something up in you too. Because the more you speak this word, the more it comes alive. The more you speak that testimony, yeah. the more revelation you have on it, the more that you really see the love of God that he has for you yeah. in those moments. And the more that love grows, because now... It's like, man, you love me that much. I've got to, we're, I'm, I can't say that right now. I've got to dig more. I've got to know more. Yeah. I've got to get more of that in me for you. Yeah. So it draws something. It pulls something inside of you as well. It reminds you of the goodness of what you're talking about. You know, it's mm -hmm. like when you go to buy something online, oftentimes they'll have a testimonial page and people will share like reviews is what it is, especially with products that aren't necessarily like super popular yet. So they have that testimonial page and this product was great. It changed my life. It works so great. Why do people believe it? Because of the word of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And as you give your own testimony, it reaffirms that belief in you of, wow, God loves me. Wow. He, he really is for me. And it keeps it alive instead of just 
thank you, God, and putting it on the back corner. Mm -hmm. It keeps it in front of you of, God did this for me. What else can he do? Mm -hmm. It's just like whenever Pastor in the class room last night was talking about whenever you receive a word, even if you don't, it's not alive in you, then you continue to speak that word yeah. over you. The more you speak that word over you, then it, it illuminates, yeah. it catches something. Because if not, if you don't do it, then five years down the road, you've completely forgot that word. Yeah. You don't tell that testimony. Five years down the road, you've forgotten about it. You forgot, you start forgetting where he's brought you from. Right. And then you start getting hard-hearted and you start forgetting things, you're not paying attention, then the word, it's like the word doesn't mean as much because you don't have that proof yeah. that backs it up. But when you keep that fresh in your mind of the things that you've came through, mm -hmm. not the things that you did, the things that you came through, yeah. that he yeah. brought you through, then it it's constantly building stuff. It's constantly growing in you. That love of God that he has for you is constantly growing in you because it's a daily reminder. Well, I'm sure it's like when you started dating Jade, like I'm thinking when I started dating George, I am sure Pastor Nicole and Deborah Ann were so sick of hearing about George because I talked about George all the time. And this is what George did, and this is what he's going to do, and this is what he likes, and this is what he doesn't like, and this is what he did for me, and this is what he's going to do for me. And this is, you know, I talked about him all of the time, because I was thinking about him. Mm -hmm. When you give your testimony, it's because you're thinking about God and it comes out of that overflow. You know, when you're in that intimate fellowship with somebody, you're thinking about them, you're talking about them, you're thinking about what they've done for you, what you can do for them. I, I guarantee you it was the same way with Paul when he met Jade. And I'm sure he bugged all of his friends by how much he talked about how he got the best girl and their girlfriend stunk compared to Jade. Like I, I did. I have no doubt because it's, it's what happens and it should be that way with God. We should be thinking about him and trying to draw close to him so much that we start identifying things that he's doing for us on the daily. Maybe it's not, maybe you don't have a story like you overcame depression or you got delivered from all of a whole bunch of mess or whatever, but maybe you woke up and you went to the mailbox and you really needed some encouragement and somebody that you hadn't talked to in forever had sent you a card. Or maybe it's you woke up and you just felt kind of down and you got a phone call from somebody and you hadn't told anybody you felt down, but God knew and empowered somebody to reach out to you. It doesn't have to be massive to be supernatural. It doesn't have to be spectacular to be supernatural. It's still God. God's in the little stuff. He's in the big stuff. He's in the in-between stuff. He's in the stuff in the morning, in the night. He's with you day in, day out. He goes before, behind. He's in everything. And the more you focus on him, the more you can see the markers of him in your life and you can share them with people. The same way I talked about, the first thing George ever gave me was a highlighter. It was so cute, it was a pink highlighter, which is valid. The first thing he ever gave me was a highlighter and I, was, and I thought it was so cute. And I told people all, it's a highlighter. <laughs> it didn't mean anything to anybody else, but it meant something to me. And the love I had for him shone through and drew people to want to know more about him. What you got, Marky Eleanor? Uh, Tiffany just commented and said, if God brought creation into being by speaking it, and if we are made in his likeness, then like him, what we speak brings things into being. To share a testimony helps bring our faith and others' faith yep. into being. Absolutely. 
just like I think one of my biggest testimonies that I have is a testimony of prayer. Through all this stuff that I had been through, it was through the prayers that my mom had every day for me. One of my best friends who I used to make fun of who was in the church and tried to get me to go to church daily praying for me. The manifestation that happened of them yeah. praying for me is where I'm at today. Yeah. So the testimony of them praying unceasingly for me is one of the biggest testimonies that I have. Yeah. It's not always big and dramatic. Sometimes right. it's something as simple as just somebody that prayed for you that you didn't know was praying for you. Yeah. And then seven years later, you find out and you look at where you're at now and where you were when they were praying yeah. for you and you see where God answered that prayer yep. through all of those years that you were running from him. And that testimony, every testimony that I have today is started from those. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a big, crazy, I fell off a roof and all of a sudden a mattress landed right there and I bounced off the mattress and I didn't break an arm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something dramatic like that. It could be something as simple as somebody prayed for me one day when I didn't know it and there was breakthrough that happened right then in the moment of that prayer. And the good news of God that everybody's testimony is, is that you were on your way to hell. Every single one of us was on our way to hell due to the corrupted nature of man. We were separated from God. But Jesus, in all of his infinite mercy and love and compassion on mankind, chose to come to earth, live the spotless life, died on the cross, went to hell, stole the keys to death, hell, and the grave, rose again. And as he rose again, the veil was torn things completely shifted and all of a sudden we were given access to the Father. And if you're born again, then your testimony is, I was dead, I am alive now, and I am one with Christ. That's your testimony. Everybody has that. And the world, we've been given this ministry on Christians. Our ministry is the ministry of reconciliation. And that means bringing the world back to God, connecting those two things again. That's our job. And so as we preach that, that has our, there's already a clear path. Jesus is that path. And all you've got to do is choose him and bam, you're connected to God. That's our ministry. That's our job. That's the point of your testimony. It reconciles the lost to the God who created them, joins them together, and then heaven and earth come together. Amen. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to drop them in the comments really quickly. I, I had a leading, somebody may have one. If you've got them, go ahead, put it in there, and we'll give you a couple minutes to do that, and then we're going to wrap up. But as we do, if you are in Albemarle, life groups start this week. We are having our life groups here at the church, and we have one starting tonight with Mr. Stallings. I can use my hands today, and I'm very excited about it, if you can't notice. I'm very excited. But no, life groups are starting uh, 6.30. Uh, if you would like to go hang out with Paul and Jade uh, tonight, their house, send Paul a message. Send us a message send on what's right. Message. We're going to be doing bring your own pizza. So we're going to be Whoa. eating and having some fellowship with each other and then discussing the word. Boom. What Simple better word, way? Word, 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 word. <laughs> what better way <laughs> to spend your day is fellowshipping with fellow Christians who know the word, yeah. who are walking the word out, 
and talking about the word. Yep. Great night. Yep. Beats watching Netflix or the news or whatever's on at 6.30. It's true. And Paul and Jay's couch is super comfortable. Go, like if, if and we're kid else, friendly, so don't don't give me you got kids and that's an excuse. It's true. Trust me. Hi, we've, Carolyn. We've got Carolyn it. Shuttlesworth. Ah, I'll get to Carolyn in a second. But so we have life group starting tonight. We have two life groups tomorrow, <laughs> and we have a life group Friday. All of them start at six thirty across the city. So if you would like to just come hang out, like it's it's open. We would love to have Do you, you know join who us. Is? Only from the movie. <laughs> Only from the movie. Tiffany Jiggins says that her and Silas like my shirt. It reminds me of the Michael Orr from The Blind Side. That's awesome. <laughs> Carolyn, I love you. Speaking of Carolyn Shuttlesworth, on January 26th through February 2nd, we are having Kickstart 20 here at Boomerang. Yay. And it's, I'm so excited. Ted Juddles, Ted Juddles, good. <laughs> Ted Juddles, Worth Jr. <laughs> is going to be here starting that Sunday morning at 10:30, and then every night at 6:30, Monday through Friday, rest day Saturday, and then we'll have a baptism, baptism. service February 2nd at 10:30 here at the church. We have an event on Facebook. Find it. You, you're not going to want to miss these. These were so powerful. Like last year, we had. Um, just one of the testimonies of last year is we had a gentleman come. There was a word released over his life. And from the time the meeting started to the time the meeting ended that week, he had had $37,000 of increase come into his business in like five days. $37,000. Because of what? $37,000 because of the word preached. God was able to move in his life, and $37,000 came into his business in, like, less than five days. So if you are in North Carolina, Carolyn's, I don't even want to say. Carolyn said she's ditching Ted and coming by herself. <gasps> well, I'm not, like, excited about that, but I'm really excited to see you. Oh, I love Carolyn. Hey, and then if you ain't got nothing to do, it's Friday, right? Friday! Yeah. Raleigh! Ted Shulsworth Sr., We'll be in Raleigh. Yeah, I will. And Ted Shelzer Jr. is going to be there, too. I think he's going to help uh, his father minister and stuff. If you've never heard Ted Sr. speak, Stank. you need you to. <laughs> need to. The very first miracle I ever, ever saw with my own eyes was at a Ted Sr. meeting. It was at a camp in Maine, and somebody had a cast on their leg. Their leg was broken, and he prayed over them, and, like, they hobbled their way down there. He prayed over them, and they started running around the room, and it was the first time I'd ever seen that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'd never seen it before, but that's, he works in miracles. Like, yeah. that's a gifting and an God anointing is, of his. God has used him. Yeah. And it is that is an anointed man. Yes. And you go, you go, you will not walk away nope. empty-handed. It's gonna be good. You will receive something. If you don't receive something, then that's yeah. on you. And you will not be bored the whole time. It's like <laughs> <laughs> so cool. First time I ever fell out was with Ted Senior too. He Aww. prayed for me, and I fell on the concrete. <laughs> the concrete. I did. It was at Whited, and so Aww, the slab yeah. of concrete is yeah. what. Broke but then my you can fall. just get healed after if you're hurt. We love you too, <laughs> Tiffany Jenkins. You and Silas and True. Lucas and Titus and River. Boom. And Levi. Yes. My buddy. Okay. I don't see any questions coming in. I could be wrong, but 
want to give you an opportunity. So we love you. Next week, it's going to be good too. And then if you're interested in Life Group, go ahead and shoot us a message. We'll get you all that information. Happy to. And next week, I think I'm going to be able to use my hands again. So just expect more hand gestures, everybody. It's going to be really exciting. I've Is that like your bench this. press? I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people like with the fidget spinner. So it can't, I see it. I got to touch it. I understand. This is where me and George have a lot in common. We see things and it's true. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. We love you. Thank you for being on with us today. If you have questions about anything at any time, send us a message. We will get back to you as soon as we can. We love you. Thank you for joining us today and we'll be back next week. And thank you, Marky. She's so pretty. She did so good. You are so Send welcome. Your screenshot pics. Yes. To what's right. I will make a collage of screenshot pictures from today. So if you've got them, <laughs> post them. Okay, we love you. See ya. Have a good Wednesday. Bye. We're just going to stare at you awkwardly and smile. <laughs> <laughs>